You're listening to the Nintendo Chit Chat Podcast for Saturday, May 16th, 2020. This episode is brought to you by PerfectBrew.com. As a gamer, we love our coffee. Well, I've got good news for you. Our friends at Perfect Brew are the perfect free resource for everything coffee. They offer free expert guides, how-tos, and reviews. Discover how to enjoy better-tasting coffee on any budget with PerfectBrew.com. That's PerfectBrew.com. Head over there and get your caffeine fixed today. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Nintendo Chit Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Eddie Ray. This is episode 44. I actually had to look that up. It's been a while. Our last podcast was back in November of 2018. So we're back, though. A little bit different format, a little bit shorter for you, keeping everything more condensed. But we're back again, so make sure you guys share the podcast. Give us a like or two if you can. This will be available on YouTube. Uh, also, we'll be doing it on SoundCloud audio-only version, which will be published across iTunes and Google Podcasts and more. So check it out there if you can. I really appreciate that. And also, we're doing a Nintendo Chit Chat Minute Gaming News podcast as well, which is like a minute or two worth of news uh, three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. It's also published across uh, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and SoundCloud as well. So make sure you guys follow and subscribe for all that information too. And uh, so that's pretty much all the housekeeping here. I actually kind of want to get things started right away. So we have our writer and editor back. We have Samantha Leinhardt. Samantha, welcome back to the podcast. It's been a while. Yeah. So about a year and a half, I mentioned earlier on in 2018. That's crazy. Does it feel that long to you, though? I don't know. I knew it had been a while. I wasn't expecting it to be that long. I looked back at the previous episode, November 2018. That is insane. I didn't realize it had been quite that long. Yeah. I mean, we're in touch weekly here for doing all the articles on NintendoReport.com. But yeah, as far as doing a podcast, it's been since 2018. So, But we're back. And we're pretty excited to we have some new announcements to talk about. Let's get into some of the new releases actually first during the week. And I know we discussed this. Um, we started doing the Nintendo new releases here back in January once again for the website. And it's amazing how many games are still released every single week, Samantha. Yes, I'm always surprised by that. But I mean, the big ones get your attention, the major releases, and then the more prominent indie games, you hear about them. But when you really go through day by day, there's all sorts of things I've never heard of before. Yeah. It's... Especially Thursdays. Thursdays get a lot of new releases. Yeah, we see that here. So, um, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, some of the games here I'm familiar with, some I'm not. So anything for as far as the week's re- worth of releases go, anything that sticks out to you worth talking about? One thing that stood out to me is that uh, yesterday on Friday, there was a game released called The Eternal Castle Remastered, yes. which when I looked into it, uh, presents itself as a remaster of an old DOS game. But it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... it's been developed to pretend to be a oh, remaster of a wow. game, which is kind of cool. Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah, I had read that as well, but I didn't get too deep into it, so I assumed it was just an MS-DOS game remastered, so it's not. It's meant to look that way. Interesting. Yeah, I, I was trying to find... That's what I thought, too, at first, and I was trying to find out some details about the original and what popped up, but all these articles about the fake DOS game that this wow. is It's kind of a good marketing standpoint, actually, though, if you can get away with it, you know? Because the headline is remastered MS-DOS game, right? <laughs> and then you look into it like, well, it's meant to look that way. So that's kind of cool. 
So what kind of game is uh, Eternal Castle exactly, though? Game, I believe. Let me try to find some details about sure. it here. Yeah, when I was looking up this Eternal Castle, I'm like, this is like an NES game? What is this? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it claims to be a remaster of a game from 1987, and it's a side-scrolling adventure game. Okay, that's cool. So Eternal Castle... So the, the game itself, the original never existed, but the developer talks about his fond memories of playing the original and wow. <laughs> all sorts of things like that. So they're definitely... Uh, using that as part of the marketing and part of the, the yeah. nature of the game. Yeah, they went all in with that aspect. That's kind of interesting. <laughs> and they also have remastered in the title, so that's actually part of the title of the game, though, I'm assuming. Not actual, you know, you have, like, remastered games that says, you know, remastered after the main title, but this is actually part of the title, I'm assuming, too. So that way they can get away with it, if you know, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Because Eternal Castle Remastered, which is not really remastered, it's just that's what they're going with. That's what they're going for as yes. far as the effect of everything. It's, that's kind of cool. Interesting. So that comes out on, uh, came out yesterday, May 15th. So check that out. It's available right now in the Switch eShop. Uh, anything else in the uh, releases for this week? We had about 15 or so come out again this week in the eShop. Yeah, we've got a whole bunch. Oh, let's see. I'm not too familiar with most of them. I know last week in the news, I think it was, uh, we had gone over Colot, which is a horror game inspired to some degree by true events that just came to the Switch on Thursday. Oh, yeah. I looked that up as well. So it looks pretty interesting. Yeah. So based on true events, I always like games based around true events. So that's pretty cool. Uh, we also have, let's see here, uh, Wolf Flame. Uh, that's actually a shmup, so if you like shmups, do check that one out. That came out on uh, May 14th. And then I actually just played on our channel, a YouTube channel for Nintendo Chit Chat. I played Thy Sword. That is a hack and slash inspired kind of retro looking game from the NES era. That's pretty cool. You can play as a female or a male warrior. It's also co-op for local play. So check that out. It's called Thy Sword. Also Super Mega Baseball 3. It's a pretty big hitter, actually. Pun intended. <laughs> that came out on May 13th. And um, this brand new game, I have the, the Super Mega Baseball 2. And this is like revamped new animations. Um, there's new teams, all kinds of new graphics uh, implemented. So it looks really good. And uh, lots of personality added into the game too. That's Super Mega Baseball 3. We'll be doing that on the Nintendo Chit Chat YouTube channel here, hopefully soon, the next few days. So check it out when you can. And those are the only few games I'm kind of familiar with as far as this week's goes. But uh, if you guys want to see what games released this week, do check out NintendoReport.com. Look for the week of releases. We do that every single week on Monday. All right. Anything else there, Samantha? I don't think so. Cool. Let's go right into our Nintendo News Bites. So we have some big right. announcements here. <laughs> and uh, Samantha, kick things off. What is the biggest announcement of the week for us? So the biggest announcement of the week was Paper Mario, the Origami King. They have announced the next Paper Mario game. And there were all sorts of rumors that a new Paper Mario game was in development. But even with the rumors and even hearing that they might not have a Nintendo Direct for E3, I still wasn't expecting them to just drop a Paper Mario trailer on us out of nowhere. Yeah, that was really a big surprise. And although lots of people are kind of nervous. So. Yeah. <laughs> Me included. <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, 
it's understandable, but at least we have something new to kind of you know focus our attention on for the team, time being, and uh, we'll see how it plays out. Well, what are your overall impressions so far? What we've seen and and know so far about the game. Right now, I am very conflicted about it. I can see it going in either direction. <laughs> yeah, I, I should mention I. I probably talked about this in old episodes of the podcast, but I hate Sticker Star above yeah. any other game. <laughs> I knew you were going to bring that up. <laughs> I love the older Paper Mario games. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. With the Origami King trailer, it seems promising in that it shows a lot of story content first. The trailer starts on that very creepy sort of note with the origami princess peach asking mario if he wants to be folded <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's pretty, pretty ominous creepy. it's really no, strange that, that's great that uh suggests you know maybe this will be more story driven again like like we want then there's the possibility of partners which everyone is debating about are the characters that we see following mario at certain points of the trailer are those actual characters are they going or are they partners are they going to be fully developed characters are they just going to be generic characters that you have to interact with here or there? <laughs> so all these That's why I've seen a lot of discussion of course, on too, yeah, yes. regarding the characters. So go ahead. <laughs> and, and then there's strange things like how the the uh, Japanese trailer and the English trailer both showed just Mario in combat, but the Chinese trailer had one of those characters, one of the Toads, standing with Mario in one of the battle scenes, and then that trailer was taken down, so everyone's debating yeah, like, what's, what's that going on with that trailer. All about, right, right. That's really interesting. Um, I'm not course, quite sure what to think about itself, that. The combat itself is now using this ring-based system where you're going to be lining up enemies, so we'll see how that's going to be. <laughs> What do you think of the overall theme of this origami theme, though? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I guess I we can't really okay, say too much. <laughs> but I, I don't understand when they became so obsessed with the paper part of Paper Mario. Like the older Paper yeah. Marios, they had the paper aesthetic. It was the paper art style, and they made use of it a little bit. Like the Thousand Year Door had that curse where you could like turn into a paper airplane and things like that. But it was never really a big focus. But ever since Sticker Star, it seems like they've become obsessed with the idea that the paper part is the most important thing. And so it's got to be origami or it's got to be paint or, you know, exactly. characters talk about how flat they are and blowing around in the breeze, you know, that sort of thing. Like that, that's really become their focus. And I don't quite understand why. Right. The focus seems to be in the wrong place in the last few yeah. releases. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know we had, so with Sticker Star and, and Color Splash and now origami, it's like, what are they going to be doing a stamp album game soon? You know, it's. <laughs> and you know, I I never actually played Color Splash, but last night I got my Wii U hooked up. I'm actually going to play Color wow. Splash ahead of Origami King to finally give it an honest chance. And see it has some really it good is. visuals, um, but the tendencies um, as far as what Sticker Star had kind of remain, I believe, uh, in Color Splash. But as bad is the impression I got. <laughs> yeah, but the Sticker Star always seems to be the one that people go to for the worst Paper Mario game. So it was only an improvement. I guess Color Splash improved upon something because <laughs> it was on the Wii U and it had very few games. It would be so. hard to be worse. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, so let us know in the comments what you guys think of uh, the trailer here and the overall announcement for Paper Mario, the Origami King. And uh, I guess we'll learn more because uh, this will be out in about a month, July 17th. So there we go. All right. What are the news that we have in the news bite, Samantha?
Well, we've got the uh, North American release date of Story of Seasons, Friends of Mineral Town. This is, of course, the remake of Harvest Moon, Friends of Mineral Town, which was on the Game Boy Advance, I believe. And that had not had a North American release date before, but now it does. That is coming out July 14th. Awesome. It's all gonna, also going to include the cow costume DLC, so... There you go. <laughs> you can enjoy that. <laughs> yes, yes. If you pre-order, digital pre-orders come with this cow costume uh, included for free, but it's also going to be sold separately. So if you don't get it uh, included with the game, I think they said it's like a dollar ninety-nine. Gotcha. It's interesting how we have Harvest Moon, One World, and also something with Story of Seasons coming up. You know, as far as news comes, the same week or so. <laughs> yes, and of course that always causes so it's much like pulling back and forth with people's emotions. You know, it's like what's Harvest Moon? Yeah, that's I love that game. Wait, what? That's not the right game. <laughs> and and I, I always love when you see someone say, "Well, the story of seasons is closer to Harvest Moon than Harvest Moon is now," and you know, just reply with, "That's because the story of seasons is the original Harvest Moon." <laughs> right? Exactly. Confusing this. Yeah, it will never, never end. Really, I think we'll have to explain probably the rest of our lives of these two franchises. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's move along. We have a really cool platformer here, a puzzle platformer too, named Scully. So I watched a trailer of this. This looks really amazing to me. Pretty expansive world and levels here too. Give us some more details about Scully, Samantha. Is a puzzle platformer where you play as a skull that's been reanimated and has to save the island where the game takes place. But you aren't just a skull because you're going to get the ability to transform and, and take on different forms that will help you solve puzzles. And it looks like there's going to be a lot of uh, environmental sort of puzzles where you have to use your special skills to get past obstacles and things like that. So it seems kind of cool, sort of like a 3D platformer puzzle sort of thing. Yeah, the trailer has some um, segments where they're kind of moving platforms back and forth and also, um, I guess, the characters becoming other beings as well, which is pretty cool. So looks pretty expansive and the graphics look pretty nice as well. So that's Scully out on August 4th. All right. Then we have an old game being uh, kind of remastered, so to speak. Uh, Mist being called now Real Mist. Explain more, Samantha. Yes, okay, so I've never played Myst, but if I understand right, Real Myst was actually a remake from a while ago. And so now this is the Real Myst Masterpiece Edition, which takes the game, and it's an adventure game, and it takes it, Real Myst put it in uh, real-time 3D, so instead of just clicking through the environments, you'd actually be walking through them in real time. Uh, for the Masterpiece Edition of Real Myst, you can choose whether you want to be walking around in 3D or using the point and click controls. And it says that uh, there's also a button that you'll be able to press to see the original images from the original Mist. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I played the original Mist back in the day and it really was a fun little point and click uh, kind of adventure game. And I always thought the graphics were awesome because, well, there's really nothing happening on screen, kind of like photorealistic environments, so to speak. So. But that's pretty cool. So yeah, Real Mist Masterpiece Edition launches on May 21st. So if you like the original Mist or never heard of it, do check it out in the eShop. All right, and then some more DLC here with a pretty old franchise as well regarding uh, a turn-based strategy game, Civilization VI. Talk more about this, Samantha. Yes, so they announced the DLC for Civilization VI. DLC is coming to all platforms that the game is on. 
and the uh, season pass is going to include six different DLC packs, which you'll also be able to buy separately. So the first one has been announced for May 21st, and that is going to add, uh, th that is the Maya and Grand Columbia pack, and so it's adding two new civilizations, two new leaders, uh, some new city-states, resources, and things like that, and also something called the Apocalypse Game Mode. Wow. <laughs> Sounds pretty enticing. I actually have Civilization 6. I bought it on the Switch here about a month or so ago, so I haven't played it yet, but I played, uh, I, mean, I haven't played a Civilization game since the, probably the first or second many years ago, so I kind of look forward to diving into this. Uh, are you a fan of these kind of games, Samantha? Not really. It's not a genre that particularly appeals to me. Yeah. Cool. So lots of DLC here to check out, though, if you're interested in the series. All right, and that wraps up the Nintendo News Bites for this week. Go to nintendoreport.com for all the latest news and information regarding Nintendo gaming. All right. If you guys want to ask any questions for our podcast, you can email them to us, nintendochitchat at gmail.com, or drop them to our Discord as well. Invite link is below in the description of the video on YouTube. All right, let's move into our Nintendo Time Portal. So we're going to look back in Nintendo history and talk about some of the game releases on this week back several years ago or more. So I looked at a couple of these, and I'm like, hmm, especially the first one here, Samantha. i never heard of this game before. What game is this? Yes, yeah, so this is Custom Robo. May 10th is the anniversary of Custom Robo because it came out, uh, well, it came, it came out in Japan first, I believe, but then it came out in North America on May 10th, 2004. And this was actually the fourth game in the Custom Robo series in Japan, but this was the first one uh, to be localized. And so wow. this is like a sort of like a mech uh, battle game. So you customize your robo, as they call them, and, and you fight other ones. <laughs> and what's interesting is that it kind of got mixed reviews when it first came out. But now people look back and say like, wow, custom robo is really great. That, that was really a great GameCube game. <laughs> It always seems to happen with the GameCube, especially. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All of these like gems now that we have, but uh, that's cool. I guess we never ever saw anything else localized here in the West for this series, so unfortunately. Sure, there might have been one more. Let me look that up quick. Sure. Okay, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, that was the fourth game. Then the fifth game came out for the DS. Oh, and wow. And that was also localized. So and that's been the last one. There hasn't been one since 2006. So I don't know if this series is ever returning. Well, 14 <laughs> years ago. Yeah, yeah. I've never actually heard of this until you did the time portal. All right. And the next game is Lost Kingdoms 2, another GameCube game. Samantha, what was the date for this one? The Lost Kingdoms 2, Lost Kingdoms 2 came out uh, in North America on May 13th, 2003. So another one around from around the same time period there. Very cool. And this is like an adventure game? Uh, 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 action role-playing game, actually. Oh, so gotcha. Except it used cards. So it's a oh. action combat system, but using cards as part of the combat system. And what really stands out to me, because you hardly ever hear anyone talk about this, uh, it's a pretty obscure game, if you would ask me, but uh, it was developed by From Software. Oh, wow. And yes. yes. That From Software. <laughs> that From Software. Wow. That's really cool. It's really weird seeing Activision logo here as well. Activision was a, a big mainstay in the, I guess, the 90s and early 2000s. So it's kind of cool. All right. And one that I do know for sure is uh, New Super Mario Bros. on the DS. What was the date for this? May 15th, 2006. Wow. 14 years ago already. 
And this was, of course, and still is, uh, the best-selling DS game of all time, yes. with over 30 million uh, copies of this game sold. That's pretty impressive. And it's probably one of, of my favorite games on the, the DS. Entire... What's that? Of course, it led to the entire new Super Mario Bros. lineup, and then they had new Super Mario Bros. Wii and new yeah. Super Mario Bros. So it has lasting stay for us, which is unfortunate in some aspects to our gaming <laughs> likenesses. But yeah, I, I'm kind of curious, though. Do you think we'll see a new game in this kind of franchise or do you think that Super Mario Maker kind of ended that? Oh, uh, I'm trying to think now. I, the, the last one was on the Wii U. Has that been brought to the Switch yet or no? It yeah, the Deluxe. It's rumored that it's going to be. <laughs> no, we have not new Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. On the Switch, so yeah, I came to the Switch, but nothing as far as like new content really goes with it. Maybe not a new fran, not a new entry in the franchise, so to speak. I guess you could call the Switch version a new entry, but it's like you know, more like a remastered version, I guess you could say. Um, I don't know. Uh, I think Super Mario Maker kind of nipped uh, these this franchise in the, in the bud, so to speak, uh, regarding anything new regarding at least two D platformers from Mario. Who knows though, um, but I think they'll be focusing more on Super Mario Maker down the line uh, with even more content and maybe a third entry here in the next couple of years. So, all right, and that wraps up the Nintendo Time Portal. Again, everything is available on nintendoreport.com. So visit our website for more information and to keep up to date. All right, Samantha, before we close things out here, do you want to kind of give us any more discussion or promote anything or mention anything as well before we head out oh there's just one thing i wanted to mention which is that my grandmother just got a tablet and was going to try to tune into the podcast today so if you're out there listening to us granny i hope you enjoyed it hello granny i hope you're doing well and yeah welcoming and uh thanks for joining <laughs> us on the podcast it's really cool and samantha thanks for joining us today and that wraps up this edition of the Nintendo Chit Chat Podcast, episode 44. Be sure to give us a like and subscribe if you can. We really appreciate that. And again, if you want the audio version of this podcast, it will be published to SoundCloud through Google Podcasts, iTunes, and much, much more. Thanks for listening and watching. We'll see you guys back here next time.